Um, hello, guys. Welcome back to the Legionnaire Podcast. This is one of our review episodes. Um, I am Cal. That over Will. there is what yeah, that's Will. This is one of our Tuesday episodes. Yeah. Tuesday episodes recorded on a Sunday. Yeah, uh, we did. This is back to back days. This is back to back days. I don't oh. mind it. Uh, I don't, but I also do. I like having like a, a break in between. Because you don't like talking to me? No, I, it's okay. No, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like, it's nice like talking on Fridays and like kind of getting Saturday to like, it's like a weekend day and then like I get back to like, it feels like this isn't work, but it's like I'm going back to like do like work for something else. The grind. Who's, is he outside? Yeah. <laughs> Tell him to come in and say hi. No, I'm not. <laughs> for those who don't know, full transparency, Will is in um, the basement of our childhood home living with our parents. And uh, from time to time, dad will come down and just look into the office where Will's working at right now. And he'll wave yeah. and try to get his attention. Yeah, it's annoying. It happens more frequently than you'd realize. Hey, listen, man. He just wants to say hi. I know he does. Um, Mom will hear this on Tuesday when she listens to it. And she'll be laughing. Dad will hear this when he hears this. Yeah, if he ever does. Well, he won't watch the end of this show, so he probably won't listen to it. Oh, that's right. He doesn't like. Yeah. So today we're talking about Stranger Things uh, season four, volume one. And um, it is hilarious because speaking of dad, he is the only person that you and I have talked to that does not like this show. Yeah, which is crazy because I think that the season, honestly, I think it's the best season of the show. The more I sit and think about it, I I would have to go back and rewatch season one. But yeah, season one's the I, only one that could give it a, a chance. Yes, I, I I don't disagree with you. However, I don't I, I don't a hundred percent agree because I just have it's recency bias and also like I haven't seen season one. But to that point, I this season coming out has made me feel like the only time I've ever felt this way is when I've watched season one of Stranger Things and I was like raving about I raved to you about Stranger Things for like two years and you did not watch it. And I was just like again it's not because of you it's just like this is more me just taking a stance against society and i don't like watching popular things when they air like game of thrones when you watched all eight seasons in a week well yeah but that was different i wanted to watch game of thrones and i like i've now conformed more to certain things or like attack on titan i was like well i should watch that before it gets done and then the boys i was like this is a pretty big show everyone's talking about i should watch this um and there's just like other stuff but it's like it's like character development for you exactly but like i didn't i was i i knew i was gonna watch stranger things at some point i was just like uh i don't want to watch it right now i don't know what i was watching i wasn't watching like anything worthwhile at the time but i've watched season four though yeah dude oh my god this like coming off of the heels of season three you and i were both like i liked season three it was fine, but it wasn't like something like I was like, if I finished an episode, I could have been like, okay, I can turn this off and go do some other stuff. Season four, I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, no, I, I legit was like, I want to see what happens in the next episode. Yeah. Which because... is why I love binge watching shows as well. I miss the era of binging. 
Um, okay, I do and I don't. And I mean, we can get into this later. I mean, or if you want to get into it right now, but because I love it, but I don't. For two, re- well, I mean, we might as well talk about this right now. But yeah, the main reason I love it is because like the story is so involved. Like, and I get everything. It's it's instant gratification. I get everything I want right now. I can watch it all at once. However, it's really hard to like talk to people about it if they haven't seen. Like, if you don't have time to watch all the episodes, it sucks because you're probably gonna get stuff spoiled. And also, it doesn't like maintain engagement over a longer period of time because, like, at the end of this week, people aren't really going to be talking about Stranger Things anymore. They're probably going to be talking about what happened in, most recently in Kenobi and The Boys, um, both of which we're going to have series review as, reviews on later, obviously. But that's my because, like, the nice thing about Stranger, the thing is with the, all of these episodes, I could have had one per week and been like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for the next week!" Like that could have like kept up engagement of the show. But I do get the binging aspect. Yeah, I feel differently because I think everyone has the expectation then. I I don't know when I because when I've been on TikTok and like I've scrolled around, I've only seen like the main TikToks where it's like they're playing the song running up that hill and everyone's like levitating and they're like they're just making memes out of the song. And that's the only bit that I've seen. And I'm like, that's not too big of a spoiler, in my opinion. Like you when you get to that scene, if you haven't seen season four of Stranger Things. I don't know why you're listening to this, but yeah, spoilers ahead. So, but like when you get to that scene in uh, episode four, then you're kind of like, oh, I've seen this now before. I feel differently though with the streaming and that stuff and it being weekly releases, because I think if it's released all at once, yeah, those who like have seen all of it will, um, they'll like, people are usually good about posting like spoiler warnings and that stuff with Kenobi though. And like the weekly Marvel shows and the weekly Star Wars shows, it is atrocious how bad the people are with like stuff like that. They're like, the episode comes out that week and literally the day of people are so quick to like post stuff about it. And everyone's like, why didn't you give me like a spoiler warning? So I'm like, well, the episode came out today. You didn't have time to watch it. It's only one episode. And that's where I feel different about it because I think, I don't know, like people have like mentally like subconsciously like oh it's like a full like there's like eight seven episodes at stranger things the shortest episode was like an hour and 10 minutes this season and the longest was like an hour and 35 minutes so yeah, it's like an hour 40 no you're yeah. right I, I i do get that that's why i watch it at 5 a.m before work well so that's the thing it's just like you have to be like waking up before these like content creators who just like that's their living is making like videos and like breakdowns on like, Oh, I can stay up till two in the morning and like watch it because I just have to then record my reaction about it and talk about it. It's like, well, yeah, that's the easiest thing. But then people who actually like have to go like do other things, it's like you're ruining it for everyone else. And you have people being like, well, the episode came out today. It's only one episode. That's 45, 50 minutes long. What do you mean? You didn't have time to watch. And it's like, again, People, they're doing other things. We're not like all like working like in high school or something and just can just stay up till two in the morning and watch these episodes. But yeah, I think I haven't seen like big spoilers with Stranger Things, which and just like the the fun of binging where it's like I need to see the next episode and like you can just turn it on and get that instant gratification because there are shows where they do not need to be dragged out on a week to week basis. Yeah. Yeah, like Young Justice. We 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 ranted about that enough on yesterday's Saturday, the fourth of June's episode. Um, 
Yeah, no. I but get that, that being said, that's just like that's all binging stuff. That's just like the show itself being released and everything. I'm talking about the show now, though. Yeah. Dude, oh my god, this just this season is so good. This is so good. It's such an you and I were ta- you messaged me because you were ahead of me for a while because I was you were at a wedding. I was at a wedding Memorial Day weekend because I saw Kenobi both of episodes of Kenobi before I left. I, we recorded too. We were recorded. I get to the wedding, and you're message you're messaging me. I don't know if it was Friday night or Saturday night. It was like midnight because that's when I started the episode on Friday. And you're like, dude. You need to watch Stranger Things. I'm like, oh shoot, that's right, it came out. But I, I didn't have time on Saturday because I was in the I was one of the groomsmen. And you're like messaging me throughout the day, like this show is goaded. This show is amazing. I love I'm like, oh my God. So Sunday I get home and I'm just sitting around and like, oh, I guess I could watch Stranger Things. Cause I it was like again after season three, I'm like it was it was good. I liked it, but it wasn't something I was like, I can't wait. I think I sat down and I watched three episodes of Stranger Things in a row, which probably totaled up to about almost four hours of watching TV. Probably because they're like an hour and like 15 each hour 20. Yeah. And we were like, I cannot stop watching this show. It was it's it's so good. And that's the thing. Like everyone was like, okay, there were so many things going on. It's like me when season four of Stranger Things come out and it's everyone sleeping. Me when Kenobi drops, everyone's like awake. Which is true, but like, yeah, Kenobi's hype and like, I love it. But let me tell you, these episodes of Stranger Things got me like way more hooked in than like Kenobi did. Like, I love Obi-Wan, blah, blah, blah. But like, this was a complete dark horse. I did not expect this show to come out. They did not come to play. Like, they came and like, we're going to make like one of the most engaging stories ever. And one of the biggest mysteries. It's like every there were like and there's the big twist at the end which we'll get to like you and i were talking about some of the twists like we're like we saw one of these coming we did not see the other two coming um well so like everything just like starting like we're like you pick up in the first episode oh my god just like the little things that they do where dude. it's it's 1980 i love the bits where they're um oh, i don't remember what the song was playing but it's like cutting in between <laughs> mike and l right no 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 no. i was i was gonna talk about the basketball game and the D game where like they're yes. playing like i don't it's like it's an iconic 80s song i don't remember what it is now yeah, off the top of my head keep talking but um that was something else i wanted to say i love 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 the high school aspect of the show like in the first episode where you, yes. like, you have like the big high school his name's jason the big basketball jock dude and he's like we're doing this for Hawkins High. We're winning this champ. We're winning this basketball championship for the people that have died in this town. And I'm like, this is such a just like it's typical. So it's such a dumb like the high school peak. They're like, I peaked in high school. We're doing this for the town. We're gonna win this championship for them because we've been through so much. I'm like, yes, because that's exactly what this town needs: a high school basketball championship. Hawkins was like, you know. The Russians invaded our town. We have a completely different dimension on the other side of us. We need a high school basketball championship to cope with our uh, our loss. Um, Detroit Rock City by Kiss. Sorry, I was, was I was playing the songs and I was trying to figure it out. I didn't really hear a whole lot of what you just said, but from what I did hear, I do agree. It's like it mixes John Hughes with like horror movies, like the mm-hmm. 80s movies you love, like 16 Candles. Not really age does not age well. I'm not saying it's 
societally it's it's, it's still funny it's, it's corny funny it's yeah it's got a lot of bad things but it's like 16 candles breakfast club it mixes all of that in and it also infuses horror straight into it because like the first episode is terrifying terrifying oh because you see the first murder by what we come to learn is vecna like and i love how every villain is a D villain like something mm-hmm. from like dungeons and dragons i love that yeah well i i love the hellfire club and everything we're like oh my god i eddie the introduction of the new the newest character to this show eddie i love him i think he is so fun to watch and the actor who plays him he kind of looks like a young robert downey jr um he kind of does yeah but no that first episode we're like chrissy's trying to buy the strongest weed from him possible so she stops having these nightmares and that first murder with vecna oh my god i was terrified i was watching it like with headphones on like in the basement at midnight oh it was it was scary yeah it's like because i haven't i don't watch a lot of horror movies i don't you don't really either because we're not big horror fans because we're pansies and we don't like being scared um yeah but like it was like exorcist nightmare on elm street all mixed into one because you're watching this high school girl get all of the bones broken in her body and her eyeballs popped out of her head oh and you're just like this is just it would because like stranger things has always been scary but it has never been like gory horror it's never been a horror element show like i would consider it like I consider it scary. Like there's like different tiers of like fear, but like scary and horror are two completely different things to describe things. I mean, there are like very minor horror elements in the first few seasons, but like this was like, it took the dial and turned it up to 10. No, it did. I was terrified for like a lot of it. I was like, geez, Louise. But, and then like, I, I just, I don't know. I think the way that like they start the story off and like it's it just starts off as a mystery. It just seems so engaging. Like season one started off that way too, where season one is I mean, it's that typical I think there was like a lot of it was like the first of its own kind, it seemed like, since mm-hmm. it's it felt kind of like a Ghostbusters young kids version. I don't I don't know if that's a great way to describe I it, but it's a, call it the Ghostbusters, but no, but like the way that like the kids interact and everything, like the coming of age story with them and everything, I think it's fun. Um, yeah. Season two is the worst in my opinion. I season two like was just so boring. I didn't know how, like honestly at the end of season two like nothing. All I knew remembered was that Billy was in it. He was no that's season three. Oh, that's season three. I do I don't remember what happens in season two. Well, yeah, that's season two. Like, picks up. I don't even. Will is still like dealing with traumatization from the upside down and everything. I don't know. It it opens with like the mind flare, like at like that arcade, and then yeah. the season two ends with the mind flare at the arcade, and that's like okay. So we started at the same spot. Yeah, we ended at the same spot we started at season three. Though I thought it was like campy, goofy. Yeah, I I enjoyed season three. Like, I'm not I. Mrs. Wheeler was about to risk it all for a high school lifeguard. Hey, shout out Mrs. Wheeler. Nan- uh, what's her name? Not Nancy. No, not know. Nancy. I don't remember what her name is. Whatever her name is, though. Mrs. Wheeler. Yeah, she's she's very good looking. 
He She's, will will really wishes he was Billy. Yeah, I do. I don't know how Mike's dad was able to secure that, but okay. Total tangent. I love Mike's and Mike and Nancy's dad in this season. He is the quintessential '80s dad in a movie where he's like, "All oh, these kids are in my house. Yeah, go ahead, eat all my food. My kids aren't even here." He's a he's a cul-de-sac dad. <laughs> I've never heard that description for somebody before. He is though. He's like a cul-de-sac dad. Yeah, he is. He is a cul-de-sac dad. I don't know. I've, he he is actually funny though. He's so lazy and he's just like he he's such a pushover. The dude is, is such a pushover. It's just like, oh, all right, okay, whatever happens, happens. It's like these kids uh, should be thrown in jail. Don't worry, officer. Well, so that's what I wanted to say. Like, we're talking about characters and everything. With season three, like, a lot happens in season three. And they never really talk about, like, it just ends goofy. Like, so, Billy dies, like, right in front of Max. And then, like, the next scene is, like, her and Lucas, like, making her. Yeah, her and Lucas making fun of Dustin singing the turnaround song. Um yeah. The never ending story song. Like they're like singing it in front of like mocking Dustin. And it's like your brother just died like a day really, ago. <laughs> like really, really recently. Recent. Yeah. And you're like I mean, I get like you it might be a way of coping and everything. But then this season picks up and like everyone is just mentally checked out. Everyone is like, My God, we've had it so terrible these last like two years. And three I love- years. Yeah, and I love how they pick that up like freshman year of high school because like I looked at the actors' ages and they're all like 18, 19, and the girl who plays Max is 20, and I was floored by that. I was like, this girl's got to be like 17 or something. Nope. Mm-hmm. Wrong with that. Um, you hold Steve is? Steve is 30. He's 30. <laughs> and he's playing like one year out of high school. He's like 19 in the show. It's <laughs> insane. How old is uh Nancy and Jonathan? Dude, how old is Argyle? That Argyle, Argyle looks young. I love the song that plays when Argyle and Jonathan come on screen um, too. It's the it's like, very uh, it's a, it's the Dochi on the left. The yeah, something Dochi. like that. It's it's a total stoner song, and it's, it's such, such a, fun a stoner song. song. I just bop my head whenever it'd come on. I was just like, because like there is sometimes like this. Okay, we talked about the soundtrack earlier. This there are certain shows and like movies that like nail soundtrack like guardians of the galaxy nails mm-hmm. the soundtrack every time this nails the sound james gunn kind of nails soundtracks whenever he's doing stuff but the duffer brothers they've nailed the soundtrack on this oh, uh, it's so good into the spider-verse like i remember i vividly remember when we were doing a rewatch i was we were rewatching into the spider-verse for our pod review um hypnotized by notorious big comes on and i'm just like banging my head at my desk just like and like I did that a lot in this season. Like that song comes on of just these two stoner dudes pulling up in a van. I'm just like bouncing my head back and forth. I'm like, oh yeah, guys, no. keep it up. They they nailed a lot of it. It was so good. But, um, but the characters are all just like they're, they're going through the high school woes. It's just the high school like very localized drama. Like Lucas is trying to not be a, a dork. He wants to be. He wants to be in with the jocks. Mike Wheeler's just being. A little brat like he always is it's being mike dustin's Dude. being the best character in the show dustin is like velma 
he like always figures stuff out by himself um yeah dustin is a legend dustin's awesome he's been like my favorite character since season one and he's such a total nerd and he's so okay with it max is going through a lot after watching your brother die in front of her eyes i can imagine that would weigh on someone's soul um, she's very good this season dude the, the Matt, girl who... sadie sink she is very very good she needs a, every award you can give to a television actress she was i she was my standout performance of the entire show yeah no she was very very good honestly i think my like and this is no knocks on the actors no. like the one that like didn't really like stand out the most to me was uh millie bobby brown like she was just kind of there like i don't know like the character of 11 is just like i'm not yeah. invested i'm not invested in like uh, her story is great but like just like i don't know like they the dialogue and like the stuff that like they have where she's just like a mute for most of the time Ah, oh now that i'm sitting and thinking about because i no. finished this a week ago i take that back mike <laughs> it might be mike is like the most oh, static like, character that i just like am not interested in i hate mike wheeler it's not it's no rip on finn wolfhard he's he's it's the character he plays and he plays him very well mike's a little spoiled upper middle class brat mm-hmm. who it's just like he's kind of a he's kind of a bad boyfriend he's a bad friend to will byers who like will byers finally had something more to do than just like sit and stare at people awkwardly um i've seen a lot of things lately um will's birthday is march 22nd and the day that like they went to like that uh mike flew out to see 11 and will was march 22nd like that was will's birthday uh, like nobody wished him happy birthday <laughs> mm-hmm I don't know if that's true, if that like was by coincidence, but like in season one, uh, what's what's the buyer's mom's name again? Joyce, bro. Joyce. Oh, yeah, because we get we get a little Joy Boy hoist action again. Joy. What? Hellboy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. We get to see Hellboy come back. <laughs> yeah, Hellboy's back. Did you, I, never, I heard that new Hellboy movie with him was awful. Yeah, it's not it's not great from what I've read. But I mean, I love that he's playing Hellboy and I just can't wait to see him transform into the horns out of his head and he's got big red hands. Yep, that's that was exactly what happened when he ended up in Soviet Russia. I lo- I obviously I wasn't around when like the Soviet Union was a thing and everything, but they caught like the Iron Curtain and everything. They talk about it in the boys too. I'm like, you never hear them talk about Russia as the Iron Curtain anymore, and I just think that's such a. You know what I love is like vi- villains in movies nowadays are like all <laughs> Soviets. They used to be like like in the 80s it was always Nazis, and now we're at the point where all of the villains are always Soviets. <laughs> Yeah, the people who like play video games in Russia or like watch like Americanized TV are like, can you stop villainizing us? It's like, eh, well, your government is kind of a hey, hey, I don't, we don't have issues with the people of Russia. Like, it's not no, our we fault just... you're led by a crazy dictator who just decides that he's going to invade a sovereign country on a weekend day. Yeah, we have an issue with your leader, but um, oh, we were talking about prior to oh um i back with will's birthday and like characters and who i like and everything but i don't know if that that was like done by coincidence or not that being said though yeah no mike is like he i don't know there wasn't it's always every season it seems like he's just a bad boyfriend to 11 he's just like rude yeah 
he's just a he he's kind of just a brat like as a character i don't really care for his character as much as like i did in season one when he was like protecting l seasons two three and now this one i'm kind of like eh like she's just getting bullied and he doesn't really do anything about it yeah um, he he well that's that's what I wanted to talk about because like I forgot about the stuff that happened in the beginning with um what's the bully to Elle's I don't character? I just call her um who's the girl from uh, High School Musical the blonde chick Tiffany Tiffany yeah that's what I was like this is the High School Musical chick the girl that was bullying Elle hundred oh. percent deserved getting bashed in the head by a rollerblade she was a whoever played her did a great job too. She did as well. Every yeah, everyone had a solid acting performance. Like some like eighteen year old kid. And I'm like, I hate you. Yeah, she was being such a jerk to her. She was just being mean. Like, and I don't know. I I feel like bullying was way more common back in like the eighties. And like, yeah, you don't see it as much now. Like, I I don't know. Like, at least in like our high school, like it was a lot of cyberbullying. Yeah, like there was definitely like a lot of bullying that like went on like in high school and like just a lot of drama and that stuff. But I mean, to the extent that like you see the bullying that goes on in high school in this show, oh my god! And I can I can a hundred percent believe that that was like how it was back then. Yeah, it's a lot more physical bullying in this. Like nowadays, it's a lot of verbal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. Oh my goodness, she was just berating eleven at the beginning of the show in the first two episodes dude i loved eleven's journey oh my goodness i so we'll just keep rolling with eleven's character when like this series opens up like with the cold open of her in the room with all of the other murdered like uh kids who are like being experimented on by by dr brenner i was like oh my god, Eleven, why did you kill all of these kids? And then, like, when it shows her being violent and everything, and she bashes, like, that girl's head, and I was, I said to myself, that makes sense, because she just has, like, violent tendencies as a kid, and that's just how she acts. Boy, was I wrong by the end of the show. (laughs) It's, like, crazy, because, like, it's such, it's the relationship between her and Dr. Brenner in the show. Because, like, she has obviously, like, goes and finds him, da-da-da-da-da, with Dr. Owen, who seems like a nice guy. I um, love him. Her relationship with Dr. It's such an abusive, like, weird give and take. It's so weird. It's so it's so not natural, the way she calls him Papa, and just because, like, he's her dad, but he's not. He's really just, like, a scientist using her to further his own game, but he also does kind of care about her, but he also doesn't. He takes her on this traumatic brain trip in the middle of the desert in a sensory deprivation tank. Mm-hmm. And it's a trip down memory lane. Yeah. Oh, it was just like so intense. Those every time they're in those flashbacks with I was like, oh, this is just really uncomfortable to watch. It's a weird like backwards like usually when like you hear like papa and daughter it's like oh it's a loving family relationship but it's a completely backwards like perverse not perverse like in like a sexual sense but like just like his abuse of power and the way he like trains these kids to obey him yeah it's like yes kids are supposed to be obedient to their parents but like not in the sense where this is happening 
yeah it's it, it was insane and I, I i'm sure we'll talk about like the that ending like, i want to kind of i want to talk about like other characters like for the time yeah. being though um yeah. i want i want to talk about I want to talk about season four, episode four, specifically with the ending of that. Oh my God, that was so insane. Because like, that was one of the greatest episodes of TV I've ever seen. Season four, episode four is so good. It was so So much happened in it. I can't, let me, I had to pull up the, um, oh shoot, well now I lost it. Um, Where did I go? Here it is. Synopsis for chapter four, Dear Billy. Joyce and Murray deliver the ransom to pay Enzo's contract. Of course, guess who's calling me right now? No shot. Oh, he just he just hung up. Okay, so it was Dad called me. Of course. <laughs> Hello, Dad. I'll call you back after I'm done recording. Um, Joyce and Murray deliver the ransom to pay Enzo's contract, um, Yuri, but he drugs them, planning to take them to the Russians for larger profit. Hopper escapes the prison camp, but is soon recaptured. Jonathan, Mike, and Will prepare to sneak away from the two of Owen's or er, from two of Owen's agents left to watch them. But armed soldiers attack their house. They escape with the help of Jonathan Friends Argyle, bringing an injured agent with them. Nancy and Robin interview Victor Creel at the Penhurst Psychiatric Institution. Creel recounts his family being tormented and killed by supernatural forces while he was arrested for their deaths. Deaths. Fearing Beckna is about to kill her, Max writes letters to her, fran- her friends and family and asks to be taken from the cemetery or taken to the cemetery to read her letter to Billy by his gravestone. She's soon possessed by Vecna, finds herself in his altar at his altar in the Upside Down. Steve, Dustin, and Lucas learn from Nancy and Robin that playing music can break Vecna's spell and play Max's favorite song, Running Up That Hill, on a cassette tape. This opens a portal through which Max escapes Vecna's control, successfully avoiding death. Uh, it's so much so much i had to read it all just be like to like put everything because like i couldn't remember everything that happened because all of that happened in the same episode and here's the thing with how much is in that perfect pacing not a single missed beat in the entire episode there wasn't a scene where i was like this is going on too long i want to see something else every scene ended and i was like I need to see more of what just happened. And then I see, oh, we're jumping into Hopper's character now. Never mind. I want to see what's happening with him. And then Hopper's character, like stuff, his like little bit in that episode ends. And then it cuts to Mike and Will. And I'm like, oh, I need to know what happens with Mike and Will now. I keep forgetting. They balanced everything so perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, I just remember, dude, when they ordered the pizza. Oh my God. There's the ring at the doorbell. And you're like, oh, cool. Argyle's here. He'll get him out. And all of a sudden, gunfire, gunfire, gunfire. And you're like, what is happening right now? And It's like the U.S. Army here to just Because oh. I forget that like the military is working against Dr. Brenner and Dr. Owens. I mean, for good reason. Too. Like, why, like, how do we know Eleven doesn't do this? Didn't do this. Mm-hmm. Because supernatural powers, people getting their heads popped, yada, yada, yada. This sounds like the girl you guys had. Now, I don't necessarily support them going and murdering agents to go after kids. But yeah. Jeez. Well, and they were shooting at the they were shooting at Mike, Jonathan and Will as well. Yeah. They're shooting at kids. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, um, our boy Argyle just pulls up with the. Yeah, they're screaming at him to drive. He's like, those guys have guns. Like, oh, my God, man. He's bleeding out, man. <laughs> I love, Argyle is the, – the the new additions that they have with Eddie and uh, Argyle, they're so good. 
they've yeah. never had a bad addition to the show. Like Robin last season, I loved her character. Now this Robin's season with awesome. Eddie and Argyle, they're phenomenal. I was like at first. So for the first couple episodes, for the like episodes one through three, I wasn't super invested in Murray and uh, Joyce's story. I was like, ah, oh, this is fine. I guess like I'm more interested in what Hopper has to do. I could care less than like what they have to do on the backside. Once they got drugged by uh, Enzo, Yuri. I was by Yuri Enzo, by Yuri. I was like, this just got so much more engaging. Now what is going to happen next? Yuri was Yuri and Murray were so funny. I loved him. Murray I love both of them. Hilarious. He's a black belt in karate. <laughs> Who is the oldest person you fought against? Well, he's 16 and he's a pretty big guy. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like I, it's, it's fun. Campy humor as well. Like it's not just like dumb little one-off jokes. Like it's, I enjoy the campy humor that they have in the show. Yeah. It's it, everything plays so well dude. in like, when Nancy and Robin are at the mm-hmm. insane asylum, I was not, and oh my god, so good. Victor Creel has no eyes because he tried oh to cut his god. eyes out. I was like, he turns around and like his eyes are so shut, and I was like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was so good, but then I mean, nothing beats the end. Of, the last like ten, fifteen minutes of the episode. Oh my Christ. When Max falls under like Vecna's spell and she's sort of being manipulated then and she's in the upside down and she is about to get murdered by him and she's about to get taken away. (sighs) They find out that you have to play the music. The song running up that hill is her favorite song. And that's sort of how you can break the curse and she's able to come back to reality. And they started playing that and the music and her running away from Vecna on the upside down. I was at the edge of my seat the whole time. I was like, she's going to die here. I 100% thought she was going to die. I knew she wasn't going to die. I thought something was going to fall and like crush her or something. That would have been so bad. Oh my god. I But I was like, I, I was just, it was, I was in suspense the whole time. Which I feel like is just a perfect way to describe the season. It's just suspenseful. The season oh, is yeah. so suspenseful. Um. Yeah. Oh shoot. There was something I wanted to say. Oh yeah. Running up that hill is now like I so at work when I'm driving in my tr- work truck or driving from site to site. I always have like the classic rock radio on or the um uh yeah, it's like either of the two classic rock state stations in Madison on. And dude, run up that hill is played like every hour now. I'm like, oh, Kate Bush is like, I don't know why my song is making me so much money again, but cool. Shout out Kate Bush. Yeah. That and uh, Danger Zone. Oh, those are those are the top songs probably playing right now. And Take My Breath and, Away. As I say, and Take My Breath Away. Take those are like the three songs right now. Um, But there's like other stuff that happens like throughout the season. Just like the way that each episode they're all over an hour long and I've never complained once about having long episodes as long as they feel warranted. And it doesn't feel like they're wasting any time at all in any of no. these episodes. Like it feels like something is always progressing and 
again our mom and dad are like oh nothing happened i'm like i don't know what you're like a story is built in like an exposition catalyst rising action climax falling action resolution that's a typical story that's how you like break down stories like english in high school that's how that's what you do that's like the first thing you learn we could draw the diagram for you exactly so everything that's like built up within like each episode for like the conclusion building up into episode seven is it's not even a conclusion dude they like finished at the climax and like all right see you guys later that's true and oh my god that climax of an ending oh um before we get there because this character is key to the ending man i freaking love steve oh my god okay yeah i didn't know when we were gonna talk about him steve is my favorite character in the whole show i love steve harrington it's like steve is 1a and dustin is 1b for me Mm -hmm. he is and i so when i was reading like the netflix like descriptions for the episodes and everything like the little like the little things that they have before you get started I saw that episode seven, it was like the, or episode six, it was called the dive. And I saw at the end of it, it said, Steve takes one for the team. And I was like, I swear to God, if something happens to Steven, he makes that dive and he goes into the upside down and all those bats start attacking him. Like they teased us this whole season with Steve and Nancy getting back together, which. Okay. We need to talk. Yes. We need to talk about this. Jonathan is like the boringest character in this show. Jonathan doesn't deserve Nancy. No, he doesn't. It's a hundred percent Steve. Steve totally deserves Nancy with like just like Steve's a good guy. Okay, to talk. About, we got to talk about the arc Steve has been on. Of like all of the characters in the show outside of Eleven, Steve has had the biggest arc. He has. He really has. Because like he starts out as like the classic good-looking jerk enemy of the high school like the high school nerd guy and then the girl who's with the jock guy and then she falls for the nerd guy even though the nerd guy took pictures of her in a room by herself it's really weird we don't talk about that he's like a peeping tom and he's like taking pictures of her while she's like changing it's like yeah oh yeah okay that's weird that's like in no universe is that like attractive i, I don't understand where people like how someone could be like oh he took pictures of me wow i'm gonna date him now okay well oh, i guess in hawkins that's the thing um and i don't i never followed like why they were mad at each other about the spring break thing because jonathan's not going to the same college as her and i'm just like wow my god just shut up and break up with him so you can get back together with steve because steve went from the jerk to like the hero oh my god he changed so much in season two he's like doing the whole babysitter role and then season three he's like a complete loser he's working at scoops ahoy and he's like best friends with dustin i oh my god i love when him and dustin meet for the first time they have the handshake and they're doing like the lightsaber like little combat with each other it's so funny and i love i love the two interactions that they have with it and then in this season i love again that steve and dustin are still together and dustin's like he's kind of like that kid who just like can't like stand him anymore he's like dude just shut up i can't deal with you anymore and then you hear eddie say no dustin worships you dude like he might say that he hates you and everything but he worships you dude you're a god to him yeah it's he's awesome he's a god among men it's kind of, it's cool because he's like the big brother to dustin he like because 
Dustin's a little nerd and like Steve's this confident, good looking guy. My biggest takeaway, like the thing that just like makes Steve cemented as my favorite in the show is back in season three when um he's like he was always trying he's always focused on women and he's trying to like secure a girlfriend and he's in the he's in the bathroom with Robin and he's like I think I know who the girl that I like is now. He's like, I've been with her for the past like three days. We've been drugged by Russians on the run in this mall. I think I like her. And she's like, well, I'm into Tammy Thompson. And he's like, Tammy Thompson's a girl. Yeah. Tammy Thompson is a girl. And he's like, Oh, well, she's a total dud. I'm like, (laughs) I love Steve dude. And the fact that they brought her back in like this season for episode one, I was just like, because I I rewatched the scene of Steve and Nancy in the bathroom where they're like having that confession with one another and Steve finds out that she's lesbian. I love that whole bit. So when they bring Tammy Thompson back and she's singing like a Muppet, it's just hilarious to me. Yeah. Steve is, he's the man. So uh, when it ends and they bait us with him potentially dying and now, oh my God, I forget about what happens at the end with Nancy. Yeah. Well, Nancy's the one who's about to die. Oh my god, I forget. That's what happens at the end of the show. She falls because like, oh, we're gonna get out of the upside down. The Nancy falls into the pit where Barb died. Oh my god. And then it starts filling in with blood and everything. Uh, that was terrible. That was like the shining dude. when like just the hall is filled with blood. Yeah, from the elevator. Oh uh, my goodness. No, I forgot about that completely because like Steve is saying, he's like, I'll see you on the other side. And she's like, yep, see you on the other side. And she starts climbing up the... And before you continue, before you continue, the whole episode, they're teasing because, like, Nancy and Steve are looking at each other. They're kind of, like, they're warming gonna up get back to each together. other. They're going to get back together. And we're like, all right, let's go. And then, so, continue with your talk about this. Yeah, so they're, like, finally going to get back together, it seems like, because they, they're showing so much physical attraction to one another. And so they're finally about to crawl out of the upside down. And then what we think is her crawling out of the upside down is actually her just falling into one of Vecna's mind traps again. Well, this is the first time it's happened to her because she's dealt with the trauma and she has like the issue of like what's going on with uh, Barb. Cause obviously Barb just died and she didn't like really care at all about that. Yeah. Um, oh my God. She fell into that pit. She fell into the pool pit and I was like, no oh. shot. Nancy's going to die here. And I, here's what I'll say though. I don't think Nancy or Jonathan or Nancy or Steve is going to die. I think Jonathan's going to die going into season four, yeah. volume two. Jonathan's I think that cause lost. like, I think cause they've baited us now with both of them. Like you can't kill I feel either like, of them. Yeah. Like how are we going to get Nancy? Like we have to get the headphones now and her favorite song and a cassette tape and everything. So like we're able to keep her away or you'll, or will kill Vecna in the 24 hours before he's able to like finish the curse on her. I don't think Steve will die though. I think Jonathan, like they'll completely get us out of left field and have him get killed off. Yeah. But then is Nancy going to want to be with Steve though? Cause Jonathan I think died, that I think, bad. I think then she won't, I think she'll like feel too guilty from that. No, I want them back together. <laughs> I know I've, I've been championing Nancy and Steve together. I never thought that they should have broke up in the first place. I have to rewatch. I don't remember why they broke up. I just remember in season two, they were at a party and everything. And Nancy was like, I don't love you anymore, Steve. And he was like, you don't love me anymore. 
she was like no you're dumb and you're stupid i don't love you anymore and she was drunk and steve was like um and then he left and then like a couple days later he's gonna bring her roses and everything and she was with jonathan or something oh that's right because i remember hating nancy for that yeah i know and now i mean i i I love nancy's so beautiful my goodness the fact (laughs) will is out here just sipping for all of the wheeler girls exactly wait no not true no 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 yeah pump the brakes (laughs) will is in love with nancy and And mrs wheeler nancy's mom yep um nancy's mom has got it going on for will (laughs) but yeah no that i completely forget about that ending that happened with nancy too and that lit oh my goodness the little uh trailer that they showed at the end of like episode seven where like get ready for volume two and it's like a quick 30 second like clip wait what hold up pause did you not see it i missed this yeah like the end of like the last episode like you could just type in like stranger things uh volume two trailer stranger things one season four volume two teaser yeah it's like a little 40 second thing okay all right so i guess cal's watching it in the meantime so um oh my holy moly what the heck this is this volume two is about to blow the roof off oh my goodness my house it's it looks so good you know what's funny is um <laughs> the day I got back from the wedding, Asher and I were both watching Stranger Things like because like we were like so we saw each other in the kitchen. I'm like he's like oh, what are you up to? I'm like oh, I'm just watching TV. I'm like me too. I'm watching Stranger Things. He's like yeah, me too. I'm like pretty good, huh? He's like yeah, it's, it's really good. <laughs> it is, dude. It's <laughs> so good. This show completely came out of left field. Like I'm gonna be honest, it was on the back burner this year for any of the shows that I was gonna watch. I was like oh, I'm excited for Moon Knight. Moon Knight looks pretty good. We got Kenobi. I'm hyped for Kenobi. Andor's coming out. I'm super hyped for that. Did not think about Stranger Things at all. Total dark horse for the right now. It is my favorite show of the year. Oh, um, same. And part of this is because of how good the twist was at the end, which we have not talked about. I was gonna say we gotta get going on this twist because oh my god, I did not expect it was three plot twists Wrapped all in one. one. Yeah, and I love that because I I always. I piss and moan in Marvel about like, oh, the end of the world. Da, 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 da. Kind of like that with Vecna, but I was giving it a pass. I'm like, that's the story. It's a horror show. I didn't realize it was going to tie into Eleven's storyline because Eleven, like, as I like, go into this thing about she killed all the kids, da, 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 da. But in her memories, like, there's this older guy at the, the lab she was at who was nice to her the whole time. And then he's like, oh, then there's the story of one because she's 11. Like, there's obviously one through however many mm-hmm. she's 11. And he's like, oh, yeah, one one story's sad. I'm like, oh, this guy's totally one. He's totally one. Come to find mm-hmm. out, he is one. And he's also super jacked up in the brain. And he killed all the kids. <laughs> Not and, 11. He killed every kid in that room. <laughs> and he's Vecna. Not only that, he's also Victor Creel's son. 
That's right. I forgot that part. <laughs> so I, when we were going through Victor Creel's backstory and like, they like showed the daughter, uh, Victor Creel and his wife. And then I saw the son in the background. I was like, the son looks weird. And I was like, maybe it's just like, there is like an antisocial, like introverted kid. I didn't think anything beyond that. And they like start talking about Eleven's backstory with one and everything. And I was like, oh, the blonde haired, good looking serial killer looking dude is definitely one. I did not think, though, that that was Victor Creel's son who would become one who would then become Vecna as well and like created the upside down, it looks like. No, I don't think he created the upside down. I think he's because they say they describe Vecna as like the Mind Flayer's five star general. The Demogorgon was a foot soldier. Um, Mind Flayer is the big guy. He's the big bad. Yeah, Mind Flayer is the big bad, but Vecna is like his guy's like he's because like every murder he does, he creates a portal to, from the upside down. And that's how the Mind Flayer is going to get in from all these portals. So that's my question. Is the Mind Flayer still out there? I guess. I don't know. They didn't they never clarified upon that because like I, it seemed like we killed the Mind Flayer in season three, but I'm not sure. But anyways, yeah, the twist at the end, though, we're like it's it's like 15 minutes of them like revealing the backstory of um victor creel as he's like talking about it to nancy and he's like you are so close to solving like the actual like mystery and then like it cuts over to 11 and like her backstory so it's showing like what 11 is like recognizing what actually happened as she blocked off the past and then it shows nancy and what she knows with victor creel and it's sort of like merging those two stories into one oh it was so good it was so good now the cg where he like gets sucked in the upside down was a little not good like it was pretty bad that that was really rough (laughs) however it was still phenomenal um i i really have no idea what's gonna happen now in volume two and it's only two episodes in volume two but the last one's like two and a half hours it's like a freaking christopher nolan movie yeah the last episode is two and a half hours long i was thinking we're gonna have to sit and talk about this i was like maybe we could record a reaction for it i don't know we could we probably will um so i i actually scrolled back in our discord chat to where i was live messaging you at like 10 11 p.m at night about the last episode I sent, Ayo, what? Nancy fell into the pool where Barb died. Then in all caps, no, Vecna, Ayo, F that. If they kill Nancy, I'm going to lose my crap. Dude, one is a psychopath. I knew this kid was weird. Wait, 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 wait. What the F? One equals Vecna. Wow, that's awesome. I was not expecting that one. Bro, what? Victor's kid is one? Wow, this is bananas. This dude is playing the perfect villain. Showdown of the gods. And then da 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 da. But um, one thing I would like to say: this kid who's playing um, one Vecna, so good. He needs to play a young Sheev Palpatine. He he could. He looks like him. He could pl- like I like he's. Pro- I don't know. I don't know how contracts work with like agents and the, the actors in Hollywood and yada yada yada. Dude, if I am Lucasfilm, I am locking that kid into a contract to play a sith lord (laughs) like you that like his just eyes and his face like everything about him i'm like this is just raw hate and anger coming out of him the actor's name is jamie campbell oh my god how old is he probably like 30 uh i don't know but yeah no he 
when we didn't even get introduced to him like as like a person until like episode like three or four yes he was uh, a very late addition he's 33 and i didn't think we would see i was like oh he's just kind of like a background character but then he brought up one and i was like oh okay he might be more but no they again everything that they did this season was just so pieced together perfectly and here's the thing though this really feels like the last season of the show but it's not and this is where i get concerned Mm -hmm. because vecna is such an interesting villain where he has this is like this is my I have no issue if he has per if the villain has personal ties with people in the show and like strong clear motives. I don't understand what the mind flayer's motives are besides just take over the earth. Nah, this is the, bad. This is the first. This is the first Stranger Things villain that like actually is like a character. Yes, and actually now that now that we're talking about this, I do think that's why this is my favorite season. Hmm. Oh, it, it's and they haven't even done that much with him yet. But just like the fact that like they characterized him and they built the plot around him being the villain, I think is just phenomenal. Instead yeah. of it's just like, oh, it's just some like mushy monster from this other dimension. In the Demogorgon was still a terrifying creature. And like, I'm cool with that for a season. But like, then that's I, that's why I don't think I was such a fan or a big fan of season two because like the mind flare i'm like this is just a bad guy mm-hmm. yeah i don't um, know though but i i know that's it's it's confirmed that season five is the last season yes um no i, I we gotta see how season four ends well that's the thing i just don't know how it's gonna end so the only there's literally only one thing i know that will happen someone and it's from die. the trailer well yes yeah, someone is definitely gonna die but from what we've seen in the trailer eddie is playing a guitar in the upside down in the RV park. That's the oh, only thing I know. And it looks so cool. I, I've rewatched I the trailer like five times now. And it's so good. Eddie's so funny. This I poor love him. Kid, this poor kid. This poor kid. This girl dies in his trailer. They're like, he killed her. He killed her. And this poor kid is on the run. The whole um, season. And then we're not going to talk about the other basketball player kid when they're swimming out to oh. him in the boat. They could have gone so much harder on the bat. I don't remember what the character's name is, but there's Jason, the basketball player, and then his friend as well. And they're swimming out to where Eddie is when he's trying to like paddle his way. Um, because they're going to kill him. Because they want to yeah, kill him. Yeah, because they think that he killed Chrissy. Chrissy was great as well. She's like she blowing up now. She's like. Uh, she's a she plays she's a big like gamer she plays valorant i play valorant everyone's like oh my, oh my gosh. gosh this girl's so cool <laughs> but anyways oh my god eddie he watches this dude die again he watches another person die like right in front of him the same way that chrissy died in a very and violent and brutal fashion i thought that they could have went way harder on the way that um the uh, jason's friend died I'm i thought cool. they could have went way harder on it I, I didn't i didn't need to see that Oh my god, it was insane. And we didn't even talk about Jason that much. Jason's not even like a main character, but I love that he has like a neighborhood watch like started now. It's such a like commentary of like, we need to stand up. Da, 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 da. Like there, he's totally playing a caricature mm-hmm. of like the stand up high school, small town. Exactly. We're going to do this. And I think it's hilarious that all like grown men and women are like, yeah, let's listen to this 18 year old kid. I think it's hilarious. I love it. I feel like it's just like a plan. Like, 
people who peak in high school and america at points oh my god speaking speaking of america the boys where they're like at the gun rally and everything and butcher walks through the metal detector and he's like pulls out a gun and he's like nice piece and then he lets them walk through i'm like yeah this is great yeah when we review the boys and that is not going to be a family friendly episode because we are going to swear we are probably swear and we are going to talk about some messed up stuff yeah just watch yeah if you want to get yeah just watch the show don't watch that with your kids that is not that is not a show for children then that might superhero show but uh it's definitely not not one for kids it's not even for some adults like i was talking to some guys from my gym where like i now have i was telling well i now have a group chat with two grown men like much older than me and we talk about movies and tv shows he's like one one of the guys like yeah my wife didn't even like watching this like it was just (gasps) it's uncomfortable it's it's so messed up we'll talk about that later stranger things right now but holy crap i'm so i'm so in on the season like when july 1st rolls around now i I, stuff to do i won't be able to watch until the end of the day but like what day is it july 1st friday okay and you're thinking of coming home that weekend weren't you i am we could watch that together (laughs) i like watching stuff by myself (laughs) yeah i yeah i don't disagree with you i like watching stuff with headphones on and you and i were talking about this it's such because like dad was like i don't like it it's not scary dude watch it with headphones on in the dark and you are gonna want to cry you can hear i well i watched um episode two on the tv upstairs where they watched it and watching with headphones and like just like through like audio itself it plays like the tv audio it just makes such a big difference like you can hear so much more in your headphones and like the little like creaks in the floorboards and like they're walking or the little like violin or piano like yeah. just the horror elements that they add from sound wise it's just it's phenomenal yeah the season is so good dude the season is so so good i yeah. i can't stop raving about it i just have so many positive things to say i really think it's my favorite one of stranger things oh yeah the more that i'm sitting and talking about it the more i'm thinking about it it is my favorite season because i think that season one was really good I think season one was like, it was like a completely new idea kind of with like, just like young kids. And I mean, I don't know. It like, it's like, to me, it's kind of feels like Scooby-Doo, like solving a mystery, like a thriller sort of story. But I don't know something about this season with just like each of the characters are in their own like little world. Like we haven't talked about Hopper that much, but David Harbour has one of, when he's talking about his, um, when he was working in when he was in Vietnam and they were using agent orange and like, they didn't have like any like chemical protections for like mixing up that stuff. And then they went back to the United States and all of his, um, soul, like his, uh, his brothers or his comrades, like his fellow soldiers, they were having kids and they were dying to defects and they had all these different, like sort of like, yeah. just like childbirths, like stillborn deaths or some, some form of like miscarriage he's talking about it and he says like with his wife he's like we tried to have a kid and everything went well and then everything went poorly like at the snap of a finger and he like goes in that whole monologue with um 
his Russian friend. It was just such yeah. a good monologue that he had. Yeah. I would liken season one and season four of Stranger Things to like A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. I love it's it's like I love Stranger Things season one and I love A New Hope because it built the universe that we're playing in now. Empire Strikes Back or season four. I mean, discount. I know it's like it's not the direct sequel. Whatever. You can Mm -hmm. see where I'm going here. Empire Strikes Back in season four takes it to a bigger scale, much darker path a lot more character driven yeah it's it's a very very good season it's we talked about the trailer on the podcast and i was like oh i guess we'll end up talking about it and we'll just kind of it's good yeah nah this is great this is like i i can't even people say like peak or perfection for like this show but like i feel like it's even better than that just i the season was so much fun volume one was so much fun to watch and i can't wait to see how it ends yeah i really can't i'm gonna make a meme and post about it on our instagram story i was just thinking about one so if you see one on a sunday and you listen to it on tuesday you'll you'll, you'll figure it out why you'll understand yeah but i can't wait for july 1st little less than a month away i'm oh, hyped it's wait so long <sighs> but yeah such a good such a good show the show just takes my breath away <laughs> me too <laughs> i think i'm gonna shave them i think i'm gonna try to grow a mustache for a while i'm gonna shave when we get done recording here i'm gonna hop in the shower and shave you're gonna do a mustache uh well i'm do gonna it. shave my beard first and we'll see how i look with a mustache keep it let's yeah. both have mustaches for the let's both have mustaches for june not that anybody can see it well, once, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, let me take a picture here real quick to show that we're in the studio working. Post that on our story. We're in the lab. We're in the lab. We're working away. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, that's the episode. I don't, I don't think I have too much else to say with it. No. I'm, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen by the end of the show. Um. There's just so much positives right now. It's a great time to be just a, a geek. Being a nerd never, like, not to, like, rip on people who aren't nerds, but what do you get excited for? <laughs> like, what, what do you get excited for? Four more months until football. Football! <laughs> the offseason! Four more months! <laughs> Football's great, but shoot, dude. That's the only thing you look forward to on a year-to-year basis. They probably like watch baseball. Who wants to watch Ugh. baseball? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Hockey's that cool. Would... I like hockey. Yeah. I, can, I can always watch hockey. Oh yeah, who's in the who's in the Stanley Cup right now? Um, I heard there's a crazy like the New York Rangers might make it. Um, I'm trying to find a team that I really want to root for because like I know we grew up in Minnesota and like. I have such a neg- I don't like Minnesota teams just because I'm a Wisconsin boy, but Wisconsin doesn't have a team, but I don't feel right rooting for the Chicago Blackhawks. I was kind of wanted to be a C- Seattle Kraken fan because there is an expansion team. Um, the guys who I used to live next to two years ago, after the Golden Knights, Vegas Golden Knights were made a team. They all they went all out for Vegas Golden Knights. It was like freshman year of college, actually, when Vegas was a team. They all got decked out in Vegas merch and they followed them. Um, I, and then for a while I was like, I kind of want to be a Rangers fan 
And then the Rangers sucked at the time. I was like, I don't know if I want to be a Rangers fan. Now the Rangers are good. So maybe I'd be a bandwagon fan. But then I wanted to be a Philly fan. But then I thought about how Philly is a city. And I don't know. Yeah, Philly is quite a city indeed as well. Yeah. Shout out to Nick Foles. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Shout out to him indeed. Alrighty. Enough sports rambling. Um, you That's can the episode. Us. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We don't really post on TikTok, but we will someday. <laughs> Once we both figure out how to do that. Um, at Legionnaire Pod. Email us at legionairepodcast at gmail.com. Send us stuff. Ask us Ask us to review things. Ask us to talk about certain things. We really are. We do want to talk about what you want to hear. Obviously, we're going to talk about stuff we want to talk about, but if we can curate to our loyal audience, we will. Indeed. I would agree with that. But that's yeah. the episode. We'll see you in the next one. Later. Bye.